cold, die by the cold. Welcome back, episode 72 of the Morse Code Podcast. Dan Morse, Soapy Priap, back again. Um, Soap, how are you? Doing well. Just got back from Good. a snow concert. What did that consist of? You haven't seen this? <laughs> Can't say that I have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll just put the, the link in the show notes. Um, it would take a while to describe. Uh, okay, that's fair. Um, but no, here we are. I'm excited about tonight. So this is, I guess, it's our first annual um, holiday, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you want to call it, all-inclusive episode. Um, by the time this airs, this will be the last time you hear us prior to the big day on the 25th. So what we have for you today is, like most shows, um, not sure, no idea where it's going to go. We opened up the, the mm-hmm. mailbox, so you guys are pretty much going to lead the show. We actually had a lot of um, a lot of people reach out to us with some questions, with some things they want to talk about. I guess before we get into the mailbag, um, was there anything you wanted to address offhand, Soapy? Um, it? Not an interesting day. We're recording on Sunday. It's been an interesting day. Yeah, the, the Patriots specifically. The Patriots. I I am not going to deliver the. Uh, the eulogy just yet well, maybe on a future episode yeah. but they are yeah. they are officially dead this season they are dead yes officially they've been on life support for quite some time um yeah they made it someone... <laughs> they filed their paperwork today the the morgue has been made aware that game really stunk big time but I... specifically the patriots dolphins game today Say what you want about this team, but this offense is not fun to watch. Depending no. on your definition of fun. The problem is it's like <laughs> unless they keep it to within a three point deficit, then it's like, mm. all right, well, we're out of this. It could be <laughs> six nothing in the first quarter. It's like, all right, well, what's the point of watching? We can't we can never score six points at a time. Hell, no, you'd have to score a touchdown seven. to do that. No, no, no. You'd have to score a touchdown. We talked about this before. Yeah. Uh, when they score touchdowns, it is it just doesn't look right. No, it's front page news. And we would know a thing or two about that. Yeah, we sure would. <laughs> um, Nikhil Harry had another monster stat line, finally. Yeah, I he he kept it to one single hand worth of catches, right? One single finger worth of catches, but yeah. Okay. One catch, yeah. twelve yards. Yeah, um, I was like, uh, he's solid. he's getting he's heating up, so let's let's slow this down. I don't know what they do with that guy. I'd um, like to just get rid of him, um, and, le- it, uh, and and like keep it that simple. I don't know. I, I think uh, I think the the free agent market for him is going to be something else when he does become a free agent. Well, you work as a stock analyst in your part time, don't you? <laughs> I was on Wall say- Street, nonetheless. I was going to say he he's going to be sought out by anything not related to football. And that's what he should be looking for. <laughs> okay. I assume he's getting hit, hit up on LinkedIn these days quite a bit from like yeah. Amazon warehouse and mm-hmm. I don't know, fucking fidelity investments or something, <laughs> but he should definitely start planning. I would polish my resume. Actually, yeah. I would do the opposite of that. I would, I wouldn't update my resume past <laughs> 2019. Yeah. Because there's not much to add there. Just just say you only have college experience. Mm-hmm. And I know we do this 
pretty frequently now, but going back to his draft class, I saw today DK Metcalf like looked like he snapped his hamstring in half. Hmm. He was back a couple minutes later and had a pretty ridiculous catch for a first down. <laughs> so what are you going to do? I don't know. Wait, did that I'm guy who it. fractured his throat, which I didn't even know it was an injury, did that <laughs> Great guy play story. today? I don't know. I I I think so. The center. I know he was a center for the Lions. And, and then even they if he out, didn't play, like maybe his, it, like mm-hmm. football is so crazy, mm-hmm. his throat still may have played somehow, like just to get an incentive. Because times are tough in the NFL. This time of year, yeah. I mean, you gotta you gotta scrape for every dollar. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. There's not a stimulus in check. You got the gills, you got to pay the bills. Yeah. I would say. And then Stafford had a weird injury going into this week too. I think it was like a chest or a rib or something. Nothing like yeah, a. Who started for them? I thought Stafford did. Oh, I didn't watch. I didn't watch any of that game at all. If he started, uh-huh. some he he definitely like came out of the game because someone random. Oh, really? Quarterback, yeah. Maybe his chest, like, I don't know, fell out. Officially, he was standing on the sideline, but I only saw him from the back, so I can't oh, compare more than that. that. That's no good. That yeah. doesn't do us any good at all. Um, what else? Real quick before we get into to the meat and potatoes of this episode, um, thoughts on Rudy Gilbert and Kyle Kuzma getting raises today for some reason? I didn't even see the Kyle Kuzma one. It, it was get? like I think forty. 40 over three, I think is 40 from the Lakers afraid. So, wow. I don't, what, what has exactly. he done recently that makes you want to like pay him again and more? I think he dated at Jenner. No, anyone can do that on the Lakers. For instance, Kyle Kuzma. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow, that's I. I think that's crazier than the. Uh, no, the Rudy uh, Gobert is crazy. I don't crazier. know about that. <laughs> Just because <laughs> of the so historical fast. aspect of Rudy Gobert, but like you were saying on Twitter, mm. I mean that number is just like whenever quarterbacks have like the highest yeah. contract oh, yeah. in league history, that oh, number yeah. is going to keep happening in the NBA too for as long as they, whatever, keep signing uh, mm. good like league players, and TV deals. Sure. There's a time when Joe Flacco is the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. Like, yeah. this is what it is. It's all timing. So, really, it's like you can shit on this guy all you want. I, I think I, I got into it. I was talking to someone on Twitter today, too. It's like, great. Sign that to sign Rudy Gobert to that deal. That's the best. That's like a Christmas gift for every other big man in the league because there's arguably, I don't know. And again, we say this every time. Not to mention any names, but I'm sure there's someone who could deep dive into some weird analytical stats and Rudy Gobert is like the best center in the NBA. (laughs) But with that being said, I'd say there's a good handful of guys who are probably up for free agency in the next two or three years who are going to to milk Rudy Gobert's contract for all they can get. In regards to like, hey, if this guy's getting this, I damn sure better get this. I assume they just bring everyone who's you know, going to be up for a contract in the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. Like, Hey Rudy, send me a copy so that I can bring this to my negotiations. Hey Rudy, you might see seeing me on that. that email. <laughs> Cause no offense, but you suck balls. Um, so I'd, I'd like I to know. use you as a point of reference. Do you think he really sucks? No, he, he doesn't basketball? suck. He just not worth yeah. that much money. <laughs> of course he doesn't suck, but 
I just, I just think that that Corona microphone thing is going to haunt him for quite some time. That's all I think about. And of course, some random like videos on Twitter I saw of him getting just burned by players he shouldn't be getting burned by, <laughs> and a first round exit in the playoffs. Um, yeah, he also just but, plays like such an antiquated style version of that position. Mm-hmm. A position that's really becoming less and less relevant, nonetheless, in general. Yeah, an antiquated style of an antiquated position. Sounds like something I'd like to invest in. <laughs> well over two hundred million dollars, but. I mean, either way, he's uh, no, just not to not to bring up something that you were talking about recently mm. about what you did, but mm. he's laughing all the way to the bank. <laughs> he sure is. Um, damn, which infuriating. Would you ever do that, like uh, on public transportation? I told you the story when I used to moonlight as a clown <laughs> over the summers. <laughs> Not to get on a, a, a sidetrack, but real quick, I yeah. randomly watched the dancing scene, the dance scene by um, the Joaquin Phoenix Joker. Oh, yeah. Dude. Have you seen the movie? Yeah. Yeah. I've seen okay. the movie, but um, I don't know. It came up on my YouTube or whatever. That sure. scene is so good Great. because of like how creepy you know it is. Oh, yeah. I saw that movie recently for the first time. Great movie. Like within the month. I think the month of December. Very good movie. Yeah. This- Very good movie. Um, I don't know. I was a little, I like going into it. I heard like, Oh my God, like this is a very, excuse me, very over the top, violent, gritty movie. It was, but it's like outside of like a couple of scenes, it really wasn't that bad to me. I didn't think. No. And I also, you heard, did you hear that feedback as well? Yeah. People were Hmm. saying that it was going to be like disturbing and and yeah. Yeah. You know, really. No, I was literally like, I need to watch this by myself. Right. I was like, I probably don't want to watch this with Ari. Obviously not Carter, but like I'll find like a night to watch it, and I just watch. Well, he's it. seen it, I assume. Uh, not to my knowledge, he better not have. We had to talk about this. Uh, okay, you check the text receipts. I'll talk to him in the morning, but um, yeah, I don't think it was that bad. I thought, I thought, um, Joaquin Phoenix's performance was like phenomenal. Yeah, like after watching that movie, I was like, why, why even have other nominees for best actor that year? Besides, only... like you and I, yeah, for you two, for one of our one of our episodes was nominated for an a podcast award. I forget which one, but it was for best supporting actor. Yeah, and somehow we both got nominated, <laughs> which is bizarre to me. But the only thing I didn't like about that movie is that <clears throat> it is like the whole crux of it is just him being uh, like mentally ill. Yeah, and to not me much that was plot. just like that's not. That makes him almost like a sympathizable character because, like, mm-hmm. well, he's not just evil; he's messed up in the head. Yeah, sure. So it's like, all right, and that's not nearly as it's dark, but it's not nearly mm. as like mysterious or whatever because it's just like, well, yeah, this guy just has a messed up life, so he yeah. acted out. But yeah, good, good movie on the protagonist. Very, um, uh, it's it's a good preview for um, like we may be touching on Christmas movies today. <laughs> that's. <laughs> That could be argued that that's a Christmas movie. A lot of red and green, that's for uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, good good segue. Let's get right into it. So let, let's dive into our mailbag. Thank you guys for reaching out. Um, we're just going to run through these, I guess, somewhat quickly because there's been a lot. Um, I, sh- I should have reached out to people before. I'm not going to mention anyone by name just to be safe. But first one we got was, what Christmas Day matchup in the NBA are you looking forward to the most? 
And that's a good question. Um, I had to remind myself of what some of those games were. I have them up if, if you don't, but typically Christmas day games is really typically only like one or two that are, I don't know, like any good. I'm thinking from like a Celtic standpoint, I just remember, I feel like we play the Knicks a lot. We play the Sixers a lot and we play the Raptors a lot. Yep. I don't remember much outside of that. I mean, we Celtics at net, I, Nets at Celtics this year. I guess obviously that's the one I'm looking forward to the most because probably the, the one I'm going to watch closest as a Celtics fan. Another note, as of today, uh, it's Brooklyn minus one for the spread. I don't know where the hell that came from. What are they basing that off of? I, I certainly couldn't tell you unless, unless um, I assume Garrett Temple's playing. Uh, so that's <laughs> three points right there. Yeah. I'm going to think Kyrie's playing leaning towards Kevin Durant playing. That's minus 12 right there before anyone else even shows up. So I don't know if you're looking for a free bet, we don't like to give these out much. You have to call our, our hotline for our our gambling takes, but Mets Nets minus one looks pretty good to me. Figuring the Celtics stink. I'd lock Um, that in. But, but no, besides that, um, I don't know, Mavs Lakers at eight. I mean, I guess the Lakers are going to be the the premier game. Clippers Nuggets at 1030. The 12 o'clock game is usually a whatever. It's Pelicans heat this year. I don't know where that matchup came from either. I guess Zion and the heat, but I mean, typically, I remember, wasn't it all, I mean, I remember when, when the Cavs and Warriors played in the finals for like 20 years in a row, it was pretty much Cavs and Warriors every Christmas day. Yeah. Um, yep. But, and then they switched to Lakers Warriors. <laughs> they switched to Lakers Warriors. I don't know. Uh, and then it's, so it's, I'll just run through it. So it's, it's noon. We got Pelicans heat. Nah. Then it's Warriors bucks, Mavs Lakers, excuse me, Nets Celtics, Mavs Lakers, and then Clippers nuggets at the end. I don't know why you wouldn't just do Lakers Clippers unless they play on game one. I forget. They might, they might play earlier than that. It's too many. Like when this started yeah, out a long time many. ago, it used to be strictly a doubleheader. Yep. And then, yep. What's that saying that you're always telling me? Um, mm, no idea. Like, hogs get fat, pigs get slaughtered, something like that. Mm-hmm. Not just, anything like that, but I know what you mean. No, that, that's definitely. I may pigs have switched the, fat, the pigs hogs and get hogs. Slaughtered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but either way, great example of that. As as Jacques Cousteau once famously said, <laughs> um, "Warriors Bucks is good, but." I don't know. I think I think people are downplaying like the loss of Clay Thompson a lot this year. I yeah. think that's a big loss. Like I I was very excited to watch the Warriors with everyone back. Losing Clay was just very deflating. Speaking of deflating, have you seen Draymond lately? Green yeah. Deflate Gate. Defl- <laughs> yes. He's looking thin. It looks like James Harden ate half of Draymond Green. Yeah. Good for Draymond if that is what happened. I don't care the method. Mm, I really don't. I guess. I don't know. He could. I kind of thought Draymond. I I guess you could say he was a little heavy, but I thought he was like perfect for his role. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can't imagine him getting better by losing a lot of weight. No, he's he's not tall and he usually plays power forward, sometimes center. Like he's the anchor of that defense. So Mm -hmm. I don't know that uh, losing strength was the best thing, but. Tri- triple single champion, three years running. We'll see yeah. how it goes this year. Um, any of those matchups you're looking forward to outside of Nets Celtics? 
What are, what are your thoughts on Nets Celtics real quick? I think the Celtics are going to get fucking smoked. Yeah, me too. I, I didn't want to look too much into preseason, but it doesn't look great. Speaking yeah. of offenses that aren't very fun to watch. Oof. I was saying the other day that they have they have legitimately four players that I don't think belong on an NBA roster. Who? And, and most most of the time, those players are like the last guy on the bench, and and they're like 12 through 15 for us. So I, I think Carson Edwards, Tremont yeah. Waters, Semi Ojale, and then Taco Fall. I don't think any of those guys really belong on a pro team at the highest level. Yes. Some might say that about the Patriots quarterback and wide receiver, but yeah, a, a lot of amateurish looking athletes on both Did, those teams. Was Tremont waters the one who won G league player yeah. of the year? He's really quick. Um, he's a good playmaker. It's just, mm-hmm. again, another undersized guy at that position. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Carson Edwards is tough. It's like being that small, like you have to be Isaiah Thomas, like yeah. to get away with being that small or Muggsy Bogues or someone like you have it. Ha- it's like you have to be so over the top athletic and I guess good at everything else. Like he's he's an average NBA player. Eh, he's a good NBA. He's a good basketball player who's extremely undersized. You have to be an elite basketball player and be that undersized to kind of make it in this league. Yeah, you definitely have to be able to shoot a good amount. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it doesn't look like he carried that skill from college to the pros. Well, we you have to be able about... to get your shot up. It's hard to get yeah. a shot up when most defenders have a foot on you. Yeah. I don't know. He was fun in college. Yeah. But I was trying to think, even like someone like, I guess Isaiah Thomas was the last one. Maybe Earl Boykins. He was like in the early, mid-2000s, right? He started. He played. He, he was a... He was a, uh, like, solid NBA player. Yeah, and I know you're Better always than Carson Edwards, me... at least. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> you're, you're always saying that, like, bench press isn't the, the most important lift. No. But no. Um, the, I remember the number that he could bench press was something like 330. Carson was... Edwards? No, Earl Boykins, which is even more ridiculous. Oh, yeah, very odd. Yeah. Uh, I think... That's basically him bench pressing Shaquille O'Neal. Yes, but keep in mind, uh, well, keep in that's impressive. But keep in mind, they also, I assume, have very short arms as well. The shorter the arms you have, the easier the bench press is. No bullshit. I'm like, that's I'm serious. That's what they'd like you to think. Well, I'm that's not arguing. The that. experts <laughs> frequently say yes. I'm not arguing that. Uh, neither am I. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so that's that. Yeah, thanks. Um, Thanksgiving, Christmas Day. I, I got to agree with you. That's a good point. Keep it simple. Couple of games. I don't need. I don't need to watch fucking Pelicans Heat at noon. I'm not going. I'm probably not going to watch Pelicans Heat at noon. Oh, okay. I'll probably be celebrating Christmas with my family. Call me a homer. Call me a, a bandwagon fairweather fan, but I don't. I don't need to start my holiday with Tyler Hero versus Lonzo Ball. Mm, when you put it that way, I think. Mm. <laughs> Maybe they, maybe we are missing out on something. I'm just not looking forward to any of the games, really, because it's yeah. essentially an extension of the preseason. So mm-hmm. maybe in years past, I agree. all right, this is game number 20. Yeah, this yeah, is going to yeah. be game two. Everyone's going to look like shit. Yep, very good point. We're probably not playing. I, I still don't know why. Anthony Davis played like 35 minutes the other day. I didn't understand that Couldn't either. I saw why. LeBron. And they said yeah. that those guys aren't really going to play much in the regular season until January. I said the so same like, thing. So I had why a conversation with my, my barber over the weekend. 
why would it, okay if that makes sense why wouldn't you take the preseason game off and play the regular season game right it's the same load management yeah might as well get them in during the games account and i don't know i guess they don't really care about like their seating for playoffs and shit but yeah still weird all right anyway moving on this is from our he's my friend mutual friend dan bolio of let freedom ring podcast mm. what's your favorite christmas wrestling moment i don't really have one that comes to mind i, I had to yeah. google a little bit i remember one thing about like stone cold stunning santa claus but i don't remember any of the context around it that sounds believable that's for sure mm. if anyone would do that to saint nick it's stone cold okay let's keep this one very brief sure holiday season is soapy pre-app ready to apologize you said very brief right Please. Answer is no. Next question. <laughs> Wrestler of, this is a good question. Wrestler of any era that should have come out with a Christmas album. I'll let you go first. I hadn't thought about this one yet. Do you, unless you don't have an answer. I didn't, but I can come up with one. Top of my head. <laughs> I've got one, actually. Go ahead. Go ahead. I got two, and for different reasons this, than this I've is, mentioned. This, sorry, this, this, I will mention this by name. This is from good good friend of the program, Jad Namani. All right. On the radio. Great guy. I'll say really quick, uh, Val Venus, just because he seems to use the trumpet really well. That's what I was going to say. And then I feel like Goldust would put a very interesting spin on the holiday spirit. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Val Venus I think people sure. would be put off a little bit. I agree with that. <laughs> Remember I mean, when um, I think it was last year that people started to be like, uh, the weather is cold outside. Yeah. Now we, we now we consider that offensive. Oh, ba- baby, it's cold outside. Yeah, yeah, baby, it's cold outside. I think <laughs> it would be like that times a hundred yeah. for gold dust with whatever he says. The, the weather it's cold outside is you're you're thinking of Al Caprillion's holiday mixtape from two thousand three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sub shout Al. out. Um, what was the one you talked about last time? Big eights on the eight. Oh, local on the eights. Yeah. That's we've had a lot of positive feedback from local. It's on the eight. People I, asking what it is. How do I get in touch with it? Um, do we have any local on the eight swag we're giving away? Yeah, not yet. It, it blew up a little faster than we anticipated. People ask me for a discount to um, uh, mm-hmm. the weather, the weather uh, package. Uh, yeah, yeah, the weather just in general. But yeah, yeah. weather zone. Yeah. I mean, we're honestly, we're still catching up to getting a discount to our friend, um, tuna cigarette 69 or whatever it was for crossing guard deals yeah and guys like the dollars just aren't there like we're trying <laughs> yeah we don't necessarily go out looking spe- for specific sponsors they just kind of find us they do but anyway back to jad's question val venus is a good one I, i'm the rock would put out a great christmas album mm-hmm. stone cold would i don't know maybe a little off the off the norm i think razor ramon would put out a good christmas album Mm. Oh, HBK, I think. He's flamboyant enough to make it interesting. Ooh, yeah. The holidays with HBK. Holiday break kid. He he does make music of the chin variety. Great. That's the answer. Shawn Michaels, (laughs) holiday chin music, volume one, coming to a fireplace near you. Yeah. Excellent one. Uh, What else? Let me make sure I get these all wrapped up. Uh, Bobby Bolio. Another one directed towards you. 
Do you believe Soapy Preap is on the naughty list for his comments on Owen Hart? I'm going to add the late, great Owen Hart. I guess you have to answer that. And I'll say you haven't been the most supportive throughout this whole ordeal. Oh, I don't agree with you at all. But you should still support me. I think every man deserves a second chance. (laughs) And since you blew your second chance, (laughs) every man deserves a third chance. So I'm going to give you till Christmas. Okay. To to do something not naughty. (laughs) I thought you were going to say that Owen deserves a second chance. And there's strike three. So (laughs) (laughs) I'll change my mind. Uh, Yes. So be pre formally on uh, the naughty list. Let's get back here. Let's see what else we got. Let me dig through all these. Um, uh, This is a good one. Secret Santa with one athlete. Who would you choose and what would you get them? Do you have more than one? I thought of three, but I made them really quick. I don't have any. Go ahead. I, was okay. so, I didn't even know if you saw these ones come in. Yeah. So go ahead. Um, Perfect. All right. So Ben Simmons, mm-hmm. I'd get him earplugs. Yeah. And I think you know why. I know why. It gets loud. <laughs> when Have you ever been in inside a firing range? There's <laughs> when a reason he's in they the give gym you those headphones. And there's just gunshots going off every time he releases yeah. the ball. Yeah. yeah. I, I think he could use a little protection for his ears. Yep. Respect. Um, Trevor Ariza would be my second one. I get him a sleeping bag or like a gift card to a furniture store because he Mm -hmm. just gets traded to every fucking team like twice a year. You get him a nice suitcase. Yes. Yeah. Maybe. I thought thought you were going to make some sort of people are sleeping on Trevor Reza joke, but I'm glad you didn't. (laughs) No, no one's sleeping on him. (laughs) Um, And then the last one, this is, this is going back like six or seven months. John Mm. Rocker. Boy. (laughs) I'd get him some minority relations uh, rehab classes because I think he could strongly use those. I I think he would really benefit from, hey, John, uh, this is a diverse neighborhood. Let's see if you can make some friends today. (laughs) That's a lot to ask. Friends is a lot to ask. Let's see if you can not call someone a racial slur to their face today. Mm Mm-hmm. John Knock, John Knocker, John Rocker is a a notorious naughty list player. Oh yeah, not a great guy. Some would argue we've talked about him before. Yeah, <laughs> those are our real OG fans. I, I can't imagine he's getting anything nice for Christmas. Or, or I don't know what he's doing right now. He doesn't deserve anything nice for Christmas if he's still the same guy. I'm gonna look it up shortly. But what do you think he's? Do you think? Do you think he's involved in any sort of? sports media whatsoever i don't think so he can't be on the air he can't be like in a public forum no way well he writes books he wrote a book right about being racist (laughs) (laughs) but that was like it wasn't like a memoir of why i've changed it was yeah yeah, this uh, is who i am (laughs) yeah it was a story strongly in favor of racism (laughs) (laughs) fighting the good fight john rocker (laughs) I mean, the guy had a 13 and 22 career record. You can't argue that. Mm. Ironically played for the Cleveland Indians in 2001. Here's, here's John Rocker in a nutshell. (laughs) Played for the Cleveland Indians in 2001. Was then employed by the Texas Rangers in 2002. 
He was like, get me the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah, get me to law enforcement. I am not putting <laughs> this jersey on another day. No. Texas Rangers? That's a little more up my alley. Yeah. It, it's uh, up to me to decide uh, how to enforce things as a Ranger. I assume hmm. this isn't just the baseball team. So, yeah, sign me up. All right. This is going to come as no surprise to any. As of 2012, he writes a column for World Net Daily, a conservative political site. <laughs> hmm. All right. That's about right. Freaking Aubrey Huff Jr. All right. Um, oh, I don't know. I'd get, get J.R. Smith some Hennessy. Yeah. You know, we'd like it. Yeah. He has plenty of it, but you know, he'd like it. Um, good transition. This is a great question. Favorite holiday themed sitcom episodes. You want me to go or you want, or you I'll go first this time. There's a couple. I've said this before. We talk a lot about the office on this show. I think Benny Hanna Christmas office might be the best office episode in general. The that one was the one like, I had really. Okay. Well, there's a couple others too, but that's the one when John, uh, Jim, Dwight, Michael, Andy go to Benny Han, uh, Hibachi, Benny Han, mm-hmm. meet the two, um, I'm saying this in complete honesty. Please, please correct me where I'm wrong. Asian waitresses. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. And I didn't direct the episode. I didn't write it. But they, they both look similar. And at one point, Michael forgets which date is his. So he puts a mark on her arm to keep track of who it is. Dude, that's one of the greatest scenes in the series. Like when he's serenading the wrong one. And then the other one comes in. And like, he, he like make eye, makes eye contact with her in like mid song, realizes he's been singing to the wrong one the entire time. And then like transitions over to his date. But yes, Benny Hanna Christmas is phenomenal. The Yankee swap one is outstanding too. When he buys oh, yeah. Ryan the, the video iPod for like 500 bucks. That, I think that stems the line of like Christmas is great because, you know, I can, I can look and say, hey man, I love you this many dollars worth. Can't put a price on that. <laughs> yeah. I'd say that. I, and then um, I did have one more real quick. I did have one more. Um, maybe a more low key one. One of the greatest holiday episodes of all time, I think is the Rugrats Passover special. If you remember I that. Remember from back that. Oh, you definitely would. It's when they get locked up in um, grandpa Boris's attic. And he tells the story of like Passover like with Moses and all that stuff. That's okay. how I learned about Moses in that, that story. I vaguely That's a phenomenal that. episode. Tommy plays Moses. Angelica plays the like bad guy. The, 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 the water? Queen. No. <laughs> I think Phil, Phil or Lil played the water. Angelica played like the pharaoh. The pharaoh. That's who it was. That's a great story. And Rugrats crushed it. Um, Did Chucky play the walking stick? No, Chucky played... <laughs> I think Chucky played The Walking Dead on another episode. I'm trying to think. Office had some great Christmas. Every Christmas episode of The Office was good. Yep. Um, I'm not going to waste time talking to you about this, but Friends had some good, some great holiday episodes. Friends had, me and Ari joke this all the time. I think Friends had 10 seasons. I think they had 17 Thanksgiving episodes. Like every other episode of Friends is a Thanksgiving episode. Um, I can but that's all I'll say. What did you have any others that I didn't mention or anything to add on top of that? Um, I know you didn't want to like say this, but the mm-hmm. Benny Hanna episode is very similar to how you and I met and like how our relationship friendship very similar. started. 
I could have sworn um, I had a different Asian roommate half of sophomore year. Yes. And <laughs> you met me as a waiter, <laughs> whatever, fell in love. Uh, so that was yeah. weird. Hit close to home. Mm-hmm. And then sure. the only other thing was, was the Yankee swap episode. Was that the one where they had a, like a powwow with Meredith and we're like, Hey, you need to stop no, drinking. That was another great episode. That was another Christmas episode, but it was a different one. That was okay. when she like starts her hair on fire. <laughs> yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. But yeah, that's all I had. Oh, okay. <laughs> great. <laughs> uh, great. Let's move on. This one might oh, be wait. tough for you. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. R- really quick. The, um, I wrote this down from the same episode of the Benny Hanna Christmas. That was also mm. when uh, Pam and Karen were dueling against Angela for yes. who could throw the, the Christmas party with the most like people coming coming yep. at, coming to the actual party. Yep. And then Kevin's like, Kevin's trying to decide whether or not he wants to go to Angela's <laughs> party. And he's like, well, I do love double fudge brownies, but Angela. Double fudge. Double fudge. Angela. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I, yeah. Like I, not to go too much like off in a, on an office tangent, but that is, again, I think it's one of the best episodes for a number of reasons. Like it's funny, obviously. Um, it's a real breaking out episode for Andy. It really starts to get into like the, the Jim and Pam storyline. Um, it's interesting to see Pam and Karen kind of start coming together. Cause you know, that's just going to not going to end up well. Um, I'm sick of this slander too. I see a lot of Pam Beasley slander online as well. I've seen that recently too. And I'm like, why? I know she's not like, I'll put it more specifically. I've seen a lot of Karen versus Pam Beasley slander online leaning towards Karen, which is just ridiculous. I like Karen. She's a Karen um, Filippelli. Great character. Served her purpose. Like Pam Beasley is... Uh, you could argue she's like a Mount Rushmore office character. Like she's a, a benchmark office character. Yeah, she's definitely one of the core like four. It's, pro- it's probably Michael, Dwight, Jim, and Pam. Pam. Yeah. Right? And people are, oh, well, towards the end of it. And I'm sorry, did you end up ever finishing The Office? I still haven't, but I, I've heard the okay. murmurs. I've heard okay. the whispers. Well, I mean, it's not like a spoiler, but season nine is basically about, you know, Jim kind of starting a, like a sports marketing company like on the side. And people are like, oh, well, Pam doesn't let him chase his dreams. And he gives him a hard time. And she does all this. You can look it up. It's I hate to say it. The, I know Dan Bolio's a big on this camp of anti-Pam Beasley. Yeah. So Strike two for him. You you struck out about half an hour ago. <laughs> keep in mind. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think I think Jim and Pam, it's like, if you, if you don't like Jim and Pam, like, come on. You don't believe in true love. Right. Ties back to how we met. Mm-hmm. It, all, it all comes full circle, but yes. Um, let's Benny move on Hanna to this Morse one. code. <laughs> we should record live from Benny Hanna sometimes. I'd love to do that. Yeah, me too. Uh, let's move on. Similar, similar uh, thing. Best Christmas movies, or more? Excuse me. Best Christmas movies, more specifically, most overrated slash underrated. Great question. I don't know how many of these you've seen though. We've talked about movies before with you. <laughs> I only listed three. So okay. whenever you're uh, ready, go ahead. I didn't, I didn't really list anything. I was just going to talk through them. All right. You go um, first? Like my favorite and maybe it is overrated. Cause like we hear about it every year is definitely the home alones. And I don't know which one, I which like one I've mm. uh, officially gone to. Yeah. I'm officially two. I mean, okay. it's, I'm not going to argue either one. And it's funny. I was actually listening. I posted on Instagram today. I was listening to 
an older episode we did with Jad when we had, I think one of the best segments of this show so far in 2020 is when we talked about the pigeon lady versus oh, the old yeah. man across the street. Old man Marley. Yeah. <laughs> Again, guy got a bad rap for being a pretty decent guy. Yeah. You one could argue. Salting his steps, saving an eight-year-old's life. Doesn't yeah. sound like a real asshole to me. He was just unassuming. That's all. Extremely yeah. unassuming. Guy was just an introvert. I don't, I don't see why we have to hate on him for that. Mm-hmm. And I think we've talked about this somewhat recently with Dice. Remind me, have you seen Elf or no? Yeah. I, I think Elf is up there. And I like Elf. But I think Elf is up there with overrated. I think it gets, I don't know, people, people claim I think it's a little higher than it should be. Um, you like Elf? Do you put it in the upper echelon or... So even though I had just seen, oh yeah, you wrote stuff down. My bad. Go ahead. Go go through what you wrote down. So that was my second one. Even though I I'd only seen hmm. it recently, I can I both really like it and yeah. also agree that it's overrated because I've heard about hmm. it like way too much. Yeah, um, and that was part of the reason that I avoided the the movie and why I do that with a lot of movies is because I feel like they've almost you heard they're really good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just feel like I hear too much about him to the point yeah. where it's like it's almost like I've already seen it. But sure. I did think it was really funny, specifically the scene where um, Zoe Deschanel. This reminds me of another uh, great actress, one of my yeah, favorites. Uh, another um, college memory of you and I when she's singing in the shower and he <laughs> comes in out of nowhere at work mm. <laughs> and starts singing like right next to her. I'll and, let like, the listeners guess who's who, but yes, that yeah. happened quite frequently. That was. <laughs> That was always Not a hell of an experience, especially with our RA. But um, <laughs> yeah, that was, I thought that scene was probably like the hardest I laughed in that movie. But yeah, I, I think it's good, but I think it's overrated. Okay. And what was the third thing you wrote down? Um, I really like the Grinch cartoon and the Jim Carrey movie. I'm, I'm, I'm big, big Grinch cartoon over Jim Carrey. I really don't like the Jim Carrey movie all that much. Yeah, that's a popular take. I, it has pretty yeah, low rating I, on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I don't want to get into it. I don't want to get into like a nutrition debate, but I, I really think the Grinch cartoon is it's a short, it's like 20 minutes. Yeah. And it's based off a book that's like 10 pages. So yeah. the two hour like Jim Carrey Grinch movie is like, I think it's forcibly like stretched to be that long. Understandably, it's a, it's a Hollywood movie. You but should I, I take think that thought and then watch the 2018 one because I started that recently. And oh, that was I don't consider that. That's the one with Ryan Reynolds, right? Voices it. It's, I think it's so. all car. It's all like CGI, right? Yeah, and and the story is completely different. Like yeah, Cindy I've, Lou been, Lou, I've yeah, they look I mean, like normal people. They're not like Whoville who's. No thanks. I've even given that one the time of day. Um, I totally forgot about that one. But no, I think the OG Grinch. Again, that's one that's, I don't know if we've talked about this on the show or it's just something I've talked about before that I'm without looking it up. That's from like the 19, like sixties. I'm pretty sure it's Maybe either world war one, world war two or the sixties. I'm not kidding though. I'm being serious. It's definitely one of those eras. Um, December 18th, 1966. Okay, so I so mentioned that Vietnam war. Yeah, but that that seems incredibly long ago. There's a lot of Disney movies that I forget. Like, I'm pretty sure Snow White is from, like, the 1930s. Yes. Like, literally. Like, in Dalmatians, uh, 
what else? Maybe Lady and the Tramp. Jungle I remember Book. going to see those in the theaters, like when they first came out. Mm. Like it was just, just like it was yesterday. <laughs> Stock market crashed, and then the next day we yeah. were at the movies. But no, nah, I mean you can't be. I hope he doesn't sue us for copyright, oh. but you can't beat this guy. Like that's the Grinch. Oh yeah. Like that guy yeah. was an asshole. That's the goat. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But no, I, 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 I agree in the sense that the old school Grinch is a good one. Short and sweet, right to the point. I mean, you could split this up. Like as a kid, I remember watching those old school, like claymation movies or cartoons like the Grinch. Ooh. I do like Rudolph. Rudolph's a great movie. Um, Wallace and like, Gromit. <laughs> do you like um what is it the one with um heat miser and snow miser the year without a santa claus yeah i do like that. that's a great yeah. movie um the one with i don't even know what it's called but it's the origin of like chris kringle and it's like chris kringle and like a snow like a snow mountain character i know somehow like someone gets like locked up in jail and he has to like get him out with like like canned corn or something like that. Classic story. Uh, nah, what the story. hell is it called? Like everyone who's listening is going to know what I'm talking about. Um, especially when I say the name of the film. Uh, oh, it's just called Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Yes. Yes. And the narrator is like that old like mailman type of guy. Yeah. That's a great one. But as far as like more modern ones, I don't know. I, I, I've talked about my favorite Santa. My, I, I've already talked about our my favorite christmas movie santa claus is my number one always will be christmas vacations up there home alone 2 i have over home alone one and then an, another couple under the radar ones i've mentioned muppet christmas carol is phenomenal have you seen muppet christmas carol mm, no i haven't but oh you'd love like it to. so good is that animated uh, or puppets puppets okay. and then michael kane plays ebenezer scrooge <sighs> one of our mutual favorite actors um but yeah not to as far as overrated elf underrated mm, probably muppet christmas carol good question uh here's a good one who would you choose or what athlete could you see playing uh this person had a few which athlete could you see playing santa elf the grinch or mr scrooge okay i'll so, go first yeah more recently um, and this is a game time decision. I would go James Harden for Santa Claus Whoa. based on recent events. Um, Especially for, being dressed in red. Yes. Yes. He's oh, damn in a beard. He's damn near Santa Claus. Go yeah. back. Uh, rewind to another great office Christmas episode was when Dwight like bought out all those dolls, like the Christmas dolls. Yep. And then Toby has one of the last ones. No, excuse me. Daryl has one of the last ones, sells it to Toby. He flips it around and it's like the black version. <laughs> and he's like, uh, <laughs> or maybe it was Dwight. I don't know. Daryl played some into it. Um, and then there's one year when Daryl wanted to be Santa Claus. And <laughs> Mike was like, oh, come on, Daryl. Like, let's be serious. Have you ever seen Santa Claus? Yeah, Mike, I've seen Santa Claus. So what? Who cares? You just don't get it, Daryl. <laughs> But uh, what was the question? Yeah, James Harden. An elf? For an elf, I would lean towards Mike Bibby. I think Mike <laughs> Bibby has a lot of elfish characters, characteristics. I hate to say it. I'm a big fan as they come. I would lean towards Brad Stevens as well. I could see Brad Stevens being Ooh, like an elf yeah. manager 
who's like elfish, but like mature enough to run, kind of run it. You know what I mean? He couldn't handle any of the elves with like a big ego. No. Um, I didn't really have a good one for Grinch. Ebenezer Scrooge was probably the easiest one. I would go uh, Donald Sterling for Ebenezer <laughs> Scrooge. And um, that's good. Grinch, I'm still trying to think, in, in, unless you have a good one. So I, I've got one for each. Um, for, for Santa, I said Pablo Sandoval. Oh, sure. Yep. Because after a long night of, you know, delivering presents, hopping off the sleigh, mm-hmm. I could definitely see Santa having to pop his belt off. And Pablo Sandoval's belt just does that on its own. Mm-hmm. Um, Shout out Jared Carabas, potential yes. future friend of the program. Yes. Not a fan of Pablo Sandoval. <laughs> Hello, Jared. Yeah. Um, Elf. I was mm. just thinking of like an oversized white guy. So I said Boban. Sure. Yep. I think he would look pretty funny, especially in that scene where the uh, elf is taking a shower and it's mm. like meant for a small yeah. person. All, all the scenes of Will Ferrell, like in the North Pole are great. Yeah. Incredibly oversized. Yeah. Sitting on his father's lap. <laughs> <laughs> Boban yeah. sitting on like JJ Barea's lap would be great. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, the Grinch. I, I said Kyrie because yeah. Yeah. Here, here's the Go analogy. Ahead. Say less. Say less, <laughs> fam. <laughs> Whoville is the media. Sure. And Kyrie is the hermit at the top who's like really misunderstood. You could say that he's the victim. You could mm. say that he's the antagonist. Um, and then like everything, like the Grinch has such a, negative or whatever that wherever he goes things just like plants fucking die and things work yeah or whatever Kyrie sucks the energy out of every room that he's ever been in but <laughs> he does try to replace it with good energy by saging the fuck out of it um and then someone to play scrooge pretty easy i said scotty pippen because they did mm. call him no tipping pippen yeah back in his playing days and he's had money troubles for sure yeah Women troubles too, but that's a different topic. Ooh, the ghosts of Christmas future. Mm-hmm. Yep. What's up, Larsa? <laughs> yeah, indeed. I feel like speaking of Scotty Pippen, um, why am I drawing a blank? Who, who's the GM from Last Dance? Uh, Jerry Krause. Jerry Krause would fit one of these bills. <laughs> yeah. Not sure if he's more of a Grinch or a Scrooge. Um, and then shout out, uh, Mr. Swackhammer too, from, from space jam. Some would argue one in the same, but they're there as well. I had a final one. Good. Um, oh, and by the way, just for anyone who doesn't like know the background story, Mm. Scotty Pippen's wife is like fairly close in age to him. So she's around 50. She's very attractive still (laughs) middle-aged woman. Yeah. She left Scotty Pippen or they separated and then she started dating the rapper named future that wasn't mm. where it ended. She then went and is dating a NBA player, Malik Beasley, who's only a few years older than great player. one of her sons with Scotty. So quite Not the great. quite the story. And then um, a Christmas movie, some people would argue, is Die Hard. And I was trying to think <sighs> who would play Bruce Willis. Yeah. And I was like, this is easy. It's Gordon Hayward because he's definitely a cop. <laughs> or... <laughs> He knows he knows cops because if you saw the the Robin Hayward mm-hmm. tweet when they left town, she said something like basically shitting on the city of Boston. And yeah, she, yeah, she yeah. said that she had to call the cops. Oh, no, the cops had to call in and check on her every day to make sure she was OK. 
and people were like, hmm, interesting. I wonder if that means that sounds like cops visited her. And while Gordon was out of town, she was just getting mm. getting Some would say legal nightstick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was messing around with some nightsticks. Getting the big boss, man. She was definitely getting cuffed. Some would argue James Harden's a big cop guy. Oh, yeah. James Harden would argue that. <laughs> um, where the hell were we? What were we talking about? Did you think of one for the Grinch or no? No, not really. I was actually thinking more along your elf comparison to um, uh, Boban. Because, mm. yeah, just tall, awkward white guys kind of fit the mold, ironically. Jokic. Don Bradley comes to mind. <laughs> um, yep. I guess that's it. Imagine Randy Johnson as elf. The pitcher? Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I'm just trying to think like the Grinch, Kyrie's perfect because it's like a big part of the Grinch is just like being a misunderstood guy. Yeah. Which it really was because I see you see like the things go around like social media all the time. The Grinch didn't hate Christmas like he was just an outcast like in his own town. And I will say that's one part of the Jim Carrey movie that I think does a better job of it. Like they go to the Grinch as a kid in school yeah he was just a bullied kid yeah it's not unusual unfortunately no, that's why you can definitely um you could definitely argue either way that he's the victim or the the cause of the problem and I, I we've addressed this before and correct me if i'm wrong i haven't i don't know what you did over the weekend neither of us are licensed medical professionals correct i'm not uh we're gonna have to address this after the show okay. about what i okay. did but go ahead are you doing your your, your exam right now <laughs> <laughs> on a separate screen i'm on a very accelerated program we'll you're doing the much. mcats as we speak <laughs> yes the grinch had a medically abnormally small heart yeah what's he supposed to do it's unfortunate and it shouldn't yeah. be mocked that's for and sure. if you watch the film you snap your finger and it, it 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 grows at a rate like i've never seen before in my entire life yeah and I've watched a handful of Grey's Anatomy episodes, and I've never seen anything like this. So, I was going to say, I've, I've watched plenty of TLC pregnancies, and I'd never seen anything like this. So I've seen life. To put it lightly, the guy had some medical problems <laughs> big time. He had some health issues. And all I've they did was make a people fucking have heart attacks. Boy, that was like a, a heart attack gone wrong. But he definitely would be first up for the, the vaccine. Oh boy. Yeah. If he catches a sniff of COVID, he's out. He's done. Yeah. Big time. Um, probably why isolate so much. <laughs> he's way ahead of the game. <laughs> that dude was ahead of his time. Um, God, that guy gets a lot of heat. It's not fair. Um, he came back. He gave all the presents back. He apologized. What do you want him to do? I've always, and I don't honestly, if you, if you, if your town security is at a point where you can get your whole town fleeced in one night by this dude who, if you watch the movie was pretty damn clumsy by the end of the night, he had a a regulation size sled filled with a town's worth of gifts. Yep. Like, come on. And he didn't speaking of poor law enforcement camouflaging in. No, literally green. (laughs) And I'm, we're a big pro animal show his dog max was a liability i would say he was he was just he they tried to make him a reindeer and it just wasn't happening no it's a good metaphor for life you can't just take a couple of sticks 
tape them to your head and expect to be Rudolph. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Boy, I don't know. Sorry. It just, I just, I understand you guys are just sending us questions to talk about, but some of these things hit a little closer to home than you might think. Yeah. I didn't, I definitely didn't think that we were going to get this emotional. No, let's, let's move on. Um, let's run through a couple quick ones. Uh, this is interesting. I don't even know what this guy means. School Christmas parties versus adult office Christmas parties. It's interesting. Cause I remember at the time school Christmas parties were the shit you'd look forward to them all year. You'd get like what seemed like six hours was probably like 30 minutes off to pass around some cupcakes and soda reminisce with your friends who in reality you're, you're in the same classroom with 180 deer, 180 days a year anyway. Um, so they were fun, but office Christmas parties, I didn't realize it till this year, how much like I, I miss like legit adult Christmas parties. Hmm. They're downright good time. That's what I think. I'll let you go ahead if you have a different take. So I agree with the first part. I definitely liked um, the little, like the ones as a kid. Sure. The ones I've had as an adult, if we're just keeping it straight to work, yeah. I haven't really enjoyed those because oh, hmm. it's always like a, like the funnest one that we had was, um, I think we went to a manager's house and that's where we did a Yankee swap or secret mm. Santa, whatever it was. Mm. Um, and I just always feel like those things when I know it's, it would be crazy to be like, Oh, spend somewhere. You have to spend at least 50, but not more than a hundred. But honestly, unless you do that, I feel like I always get some stupid ass gift or it's like, right, oh, you're talking about like, wanna... a, like a Yankee swap or a secret Santa. Specific? Yeah. Like I don't want yeah, those are, those are, I don't want like a couple ballpoint trash. pens or nah. like, I hate, I hate getting trinkets. Like if anyone mm -hmm. thinks of, I've gotten a lot of emails about people wanting to send gifts and asking for yeah, my address. Yeah, same fucking save it. I don't want any <laughs> of that stuff. Um, yeah. Unless you're going to buy me something nice. So yeah, mm -hmm. I always end up like with like a bottle of alcohol that I don't want. Mm. Um, just not great i oh. guess uh, maybe outside of like the presence part i i do i do think depending how frequently i've never had a job where we get together like super frequently so i've always liked any opportunity to go out to like a bar or a restaurant or something with employees is fun because it's usually so yeah. different it's always fun to see like people you wouldn't typically um picture out in that scenario like cutting yeah. loose and have a good time that's always fun um but besides that i don't know man like i kind of just miss uh i i just like miss doing that shit in general like i don't even i know we don't really go into our like you know day jobs too much but i don't even have like a real office anymore my i'm all work from home so anything like that i would kill to do but same a lot of people and i have killed it just hasn't come to fruition yet yes um fortunately <laughs> Well, yeah, we'll, we'll explain that in the show notes as well. Yeah. Um, same but for no. me though. A lot of people mm -hmm. don't know this, but NASA, I, again, I don't want to get into personal stuff, but sure. yes, we, we do also work from home. So mm -hmm. I'm just looking at like pictures of the moon from eight until five every day. It's like that Wolverine meme, just like in his bed, looking at the picture. <laughs> <laughs> looking at a picture of a telescope. <laughs> um, cool. And I do miss school Christmas parties at the same time. Definitely. This one, I don't even know if it's a question. It just says snow days as an adult. Um, I don't know. Uh, unless like somehow you get off of work. Great. But I've never had a job where that's the case. 
So I did way back in the day, um, like first job out of college. Well, actually, I, I did too. When I used to work in education, so obviously I did. But um, anyway, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I, I had a retail job. So like, oh, nice. obviously, if, if you lived far enough away and it was a really bad storm, you mm-hmm. could get away with not coming in. But yeah, yep. the fact that like as an adult, you got to go outside and shovel, uh, clear your car off move the car, all that good shit. You, you have to go out in public. Like, I don't know, as a kid on a snow days, I didn't even like wear clothes. I didn't have to do anything. Mm. Didn't take a shower. Didn't put any clothes on. Mm. Just hung out, watched like Ricky Lake with my parents and mm. general hospital. Uh, and I can't do any of that anymore. Um, right. Yeah. Agreed. Um, no, I think, I think, I assume. Yeah, I hope you mean that in the sense. I hope your parents aren't dead. That's not why you're saying that. No, no, no. Okay, no. good. They're cool. Phew. All right, cool. <laughs> Moving on. Um, no, I remember snow days as a kid. I think some of the best parts was, and again, this is all 100% generational. Um, the best part was like following the weather the night before, right? Ooh. Like a nice, ideal scenario was like a nice, like six to 12 inches starting around like 2 a.m., into like the evening was like done like i'm not going to school tomorrow you're watching the wmur ticker like it was a fucking trade hell yeah man i was watching that shit like 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 addicts watch the lottery like just waiting for that thing to go around because like for example i grew up in nashua so in the ends i would turn it on and i'm trying to think actually if anyone is listening to this from nashua i'm trying to think there's one town neshoba that's what it was there's a town called neshoba which was obviously like the uh, either before or after. I forget how the alphabet works, but there was one where it's, it's like right if you before. Saw... Okay, then there was one after then, because if you saw that one, it's like shit. Like I just missed Nashua. You have to watch it all the way over again. Yep. And then the other part of the game was flipping like between channels, right, to see like which letter they were at. Um, that was that was a thrill. That was a good time. Big time. But. As fun as that was, there was nothing worse than like just say like you had to leave for school at like eight a.m. Like just not seeing your town show up at like seven, seven twenty, seven thirty, and then it's like eventually you just have to throw. It. Those were by far the worst days of school ever. Yeah, especially when you went to bed the night before, like banking on it. Yeah. I've 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 learned that lesson the hard way far too many times. But yeah. then there's the rare occasion when they legit cancel school the night before. That was like let's go. That that was so great. Like there I'm playing PS2. Time. I'm playing N64 till the fucking cows come home. Yeah, <laughs> like, you can't I'm, touch I'm, me right now. I'm taking my clothes off from that night before. Like I went to bed <laughs> naked, bro. I'm dressed for tomorrow. Like let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys ever have a, a snow day from it being too cold, where like the buses wouldn't start? Because we had that. Uh, I remember one year. Maybe I guess that's not a snow day, but yeah, we. I know what you off. mean. Maybe a delay. I remember one year. Local local Nashville listeners might remember this. I remember one year we had a bomb threat day off. That was the shit. We had a bomb threat early dismissal. That was dope. <laughs> that was like, like we went down to the bus and I remember it was like a light rain. I'll never forget this. And then the bus driver pulls up. She opens the door and she's like, hey, no school. Go back home. And we're just like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, what are you, really, that's your call? Like, what are you talking about? He's like, sorry, no school. Did you ask anyone? Right. I was like, 
it it's almost like when like an NBA news story comes out outside of like woes or shams. It's like, nah, I'm gonna take this one with a grain of salt. Like we'll we'll see what happens. I'll wait but, to hear from other sources. Yeah, I was also a 13 year old kid, so we're like, fuck it, let's go. And that was different because that was so unexpected. Um, and anyway, the reason I bring up the the rain, ooh, hold on. I thought it was because it was lightly raining out. And I was like, oh, rain delay, I guess. Whatever, we'll go back. And then I found out it was because of a bomb threat, um, which didn't come to fruition, fortunately. But yeah, I don't know. I think snow days back in the day were the shit. Um, good memory. I don't know how it works now. I, like I assume you can just jump on like the online and put, find out pretty quickly if you have school or not. Yeah. Not to yeah, mention I saw people Zoom complaining stuff. about it recently where I guess some local school district had a snow day and actually went through and said, don't even hop online. Uh, and parents were like, okay, now what the fuck do I do? Yeah. Or they were saying that it was like, you know how they say our generation is too soft or whatever. They're like, yeah, Oh my that. God, how dare they do this? Like, this is just teaching these kids. They're making it even easier that they're already at home. So why do they have to have an actual um, like snow day where they don't have to do shit? Yeah, I mean, I get it, but I I also get the other side of it where it's like let's 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 assume the way we're doing school now isn't the norm, you know what I mean for the future, yeah. and let's give these kids a snow day. I'm totally fine with that. That being said, I don't have kids in school, so if that's the wrong way to think, I I, I guess I get it. Um, my biggest fear, no, it's not my, not even close to my biggest fear, but one thing I thought of was like if they see how successful zoom class can be, if they're just like, there's really no need for snow days anymore. We'll just do a zoom day. That would suck. Short term, long term, it would be dope to get out of school like June 1st. But I think it's, that's like part of being a student like snow days, especially mm-hmm. in new England. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah do kids in Florida get like tornado days? I don't think they do, but they probably get out like June 1st. Um, <laughs> Oh, I didn't really see this one before, but I just saw it, so I don't want to ignore it. Best fictional toy. I assume that means from like a movie or like a TV show or something. Did I've you got see one. That one? You, you can go, go first ahead. If you I, I, I honestly didn't even see this one. Okay. Um, to that person. So this isn't specifically a Christmas present, but it is a toy. Okay. I said <laughs> the puppet from Saw. Hmm. Very... I think very age friendly as long as you're three and up. I think that's what it was rated for. Um, he was pretty cute. You know? Yeah, he was pretty cute. You know, he had the nice, adorable little uh, red marks on his cheeks. Very welcoming uh, voice. Yeah. Beady eyes. Uh, terrifying, but at the same time, very like inviting. Mm. He, I think the biggest thing, he definitely helped you like build your character. Would you agree? He put some hair on your peaches. Yeah. Like he and again, I don't want to make this a nutrition episode, but he would put some hair on your peaches. He, he talked to you, um, which is more than I could say for most toys. And he somehow always knew like really personal information about you. It was and almost as with, if like someone else was controlling him. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, but I, I always thought like, damn, this guy would know me pretty well. And he would challenge me to get better um, yeah. and be the best version of myself. I think that's ah, great answer. Lessons all were. Great answer. Um, I really don't know. I'm uh, off the top of my head. I'm thinking. 
since we were talking about Home Alone, I think some of like the shit he had in Home Alone was pretty dope. Like that slime was yep. cool. Um, I always liked a uh, great scene from Home Alone 1 is when he raids Buzz's shit and has like those like sports action figures and like lines them up on yep. the laundry chute and snipes him with the BB gun. Yep. Those were dope. The Michael Jordan cutout, obviously timeless. Um, oh, the recorder. Oh, the, to- the yak back. Great yes. toy. I had one too. Those are real. Yep. But they were never as cool as they were in the movie. That yep. was the shit. Great call. Nope. Um, pretty much anything from that Duncan's toy chest place was legit. Oh, yeah. Except maybe the only thing he chose, those stupid ass like turtle doves. Those are kind of lame. But I definitely else wouldn't want really cool. one. I certainly wouldn't need two of them. I don't know what I'd do with the second one. I'd probably like, sell it on eBay, like raffle it off or something. Yeah, I, I think, and I then would, I would I would do the second one the same, saying it was also the same thing. Very sketchy thing to do, but I would probably do that. Um, all right, cool, great question. Uh, these are getting interesting. Here we go. This is, this sounds like more of a <laughs> more of a would you rather? I know who this is from. Would you rather decorate your home with Christmas garland made from some? All right, listen to this one. I'll let you go first. Would you rather decorate your home with Christmas garland made from someone else's dirty underwear or decorate your tree with wet cat food? There's so many questions. Like, Good question. Really, really the only follow-up I'd have to this is what is the diet of the, the person whose underwear I'm getting? Mm. Um, but I guess the fact that I that's mean, it's like, dirty in general. So yeah, with that as you will. Yeah, that's oh, that's true. That's true. I was thinking of like, oh, someone who eats really healthy, so maybe they don't mm. have to like wipe as much as the rest of dirty. us. I think we all know what dirty underwear consists mm. of. Unfortunately, again, another college memory. Mm. Um, yeah, wet I, cat food. <laughs> I'm going wet cat food only because that's only relegated mm. to my tree. I don't want underwear all over my house. Like, give me one room where I don't have that. That you room know, would like, stink. Yeah, wet cat food stinks. It's like food is disgusting. It honestly smells a lot like shit, like dirty underwear. Some would argue it's a wash either way. Um, do you still? Yeah, I guess. Do, do I still, you what? still have that issue with Purina, or <laughs> you eventually got over that? Yeah, we're good. Um, hmm, that's a good point, though. I mean, at least if it's the wet cat food, I can isolate it to a tree. Mm-hmm. Like this one behind me. Yeah. Um, dirty underwear. Christmas. Decorate your home with Chris, Christmas garland made from someone else's dirty underwear. That's Think about how many like one. pairs of underwear you'd have to hang up. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd go with the wet cat food as well. Wet cat food. Um, would you rather work as a mall Santa or work every weekend sober as the Christmas bartender for the rest of your life. That's a good one. Um, oh, God. That's tough. That is very tough. Both things would really try your patience because I imagine Christmas Santa, no matter how much you love kids. Mm, not um, enough. And adults. And I hate kids. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But then, but then you have to think, if you're the bartender in that situation – you're a bartender year round. You just happen to also be the guy working uh, on Christmas. I didn't, 
I thought of it more as I thought like the basis of that part was like, you're basically not drinking at a holiday Christmas party. Yeah. While also serving all your friends and basically watching them all have fun is basically the crux of it. Shout out John Crook. <laughs> I still think I'd choose the bartender. At least I get to be That'd around be people that I would want to be around. I'd, because once you hit a limit with like little kids, yeah. I think things could get hairy. Again, not to get into nutrition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but it, I, that's tough. I know the this 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 person didn't work into any of the finances, but I would assuming if I'm working as a mall Santa, I'd also be getting paid. Well, I'd be getting paid as a bartender too. Um, yeah, but you're probably right? getting better benefits as the Santa because you're probably working yeah. for a store. Sure. Health insurance, 401k plan, everything yep. like that. Stock options yeah. into St- the North. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. If this person's really looking for an answer, I guess I would. I would actually go. I think I'd probably lean towards mall Santa. That's typically day hours, right? I'd work during the day, get off my shift. Then I can do whatever I want. If I'm working as a bartender, I basically have to just wait all day to go to work, go to work. And then watch all my friends have fun and me like wait on them. So F that I definitely do mall Santa. Well, you've spent most of your life watching everyone else around you have fun. Anyway, I can't imagine this would be that much different. Yeah, pretty much. Um, (laughs) A few more. Let's run through these. Oh, actually these are good. These are like, these aren't as traditional like Christmas questions, but I think we can still knock them out real quick. Sure. This is a good one. Which sport, trying to read this, which sport, which sport has the funniest highlights from the beginning of their league? AKA, this is a great question. AKA NFL with leather helmets, basketball players wearing belts and Chuck Taylors for shoes. (laughs) That's a really good question. Do you Um, have a take? I'll let you go first. So... I saw this question, so I came prepped, and I mm-hmm. kind of want to change my answer, but I, I'll just stick to it. I mm-hmm. said football um, yeah. because guys with leather, leather helmets, that just sounds hilarious. I can't believe that they once used that. Um, mm-hmm. And is football the same sport where they also used, like, they were wearing leather other stuff, or is that European football? Like what? I think that's stuff? European football. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, yeah, they were wearing a lot of leather. Uh, well, we talked about this before, like old school NFL football, like how absurd it is. Yeah. I, I remember exactly when we talked about it because I just listened to this episode recently. We were talking about how last year was the NFL 100 year anniversary, meaning there's NFL football in like 1920 <laughs> and 30 and what that looked like. And yes, leather helmets is absurd. But remember, there's also like there's no passing and one of the, the weirder things I've always thought is like when they used to have like the field goal posts, like literally in the middle of the end zone. That was <laughs> in what the I field wrote of, down too. Yeah. In the field of play. <laughs> Basically like a, a 12th defender on the field. <laughs> it was so fucking dangerous because they, they made it like twice as bad because the field mm. goal was two uprights. Like the oh, yeah. into the ground. Oh, yeah. Right. So it exactly. was just the letter H in the middle of the, in the, middle of the end Correct. zone. Correct. Yep. So it was like 13 men on the field you had to deal with at one point. Um, the size of as pads as... has changed drastically over like the course of the league, which I yeah, think they wear pads now. 
<laughs> like I looked up a highlight and uh, the earliest one I could find, I want to say was 1950. Uh, and even then I was like, hold on, this is 50 years into the progression of this league. And mm. still look at how fucking back just 22 guys would see mm. at yeah, all yeah. times. Yes. yes 11 strange. on 11, 11 players on each side and a total of like two brains. Per yeah. <laughs> Correct. If you were to, um, yeah, I, th- I think as far if, if they're actually asking about what the funniest is, which I think is how they worded it. I think you have to go basketball though. <laughs> like anytime you watch like those old, like black and white basketball, like Bob Cousy era, legit guys, obviously all white guys, <laughs> like hair slicked back, literally just dribbling a medicine ball around each other. <laughs> um, it just looks so absurd shooting like, like diaper style shooting. Yep. Um, and then it even looks more absurd when you progress a little bit to like Bill Russell and Wilt Chamberlain, where it literally looks like Godzilla versus like civilians. And you wonder why those guys dropped like 60 and 40 on a nightly basis. Those guys looked so, I mean, I, they obviously were like great athletes, but just that would be like putting you in a mm-hmm. group of four-year-olds, a situation much. you're not more or less. Um, and like just seeing those guys run up and down the court, like, you know, they look so graceful and athletic, like a couple of gazelles and everyone yeah. else, everyone else like was dribbling with their right hand, but the ball was on like the left side of their body. Cause they just refused to use their other hand. I assume yeah. it was considered cheating if you tried. A flagrant foul. Yeah. <laughs> Two shots in the ball. Um, I, I said this on Twitter before, but anytime that you see those old school highlights, it looks like when they're jumping to take a shot, it looks like they're afraid of waking waking up the downstairs. Neighbor. <laughs> yeah, that was a good <laughs> one. Like a I bunch of like ballerinas or some shit. It looks odd. And I get it. Like the camera work and like the production quality wasn't great. Oof, but boy oh boy it's like and i i like it it's funny too because you'll see like that cliche argument all the time like oh like i think like the go-to line is like well these guys were playing against a bunch of plumbers <laughs> like electricians yes they probably were <laughs> tommy heinson was an insurance salesman as his second job while being a professional basketball player bingo yep um correct and then it's almost come full 60 now where it's like there's guys in the NBA who are on TikTok and playing video games and making a lot of money on the side too. But I don't know. Yeah, old school Very basketball looks, looks pretty funny. Baseball does too. Um, I think a lot of it just comes down to like the, the, the production. Like we're looking at grainy black yeah. and white footage, which always just looks funny. It's like that half like – slowed speed up like running around the bases <laughs> um for some know. reason everyone who who comes to the game had to wear a suit suits cigars peanuts uh players wearing excessively large baggy pants wearing baseball gloves that were the equivalent of nfl helmets at that time <laughs> um and then shout out to another friend of the program roger maris it's getting death threats and if you were black, racial threats at all times from innings one through nine. Yeah. So some would argue it wasn't a great, great, great place to be. 
Another thing that I saw looking up the the old football highlights was that mm-hmm. if they ever played in a, a snow game, dude, the snow <laughs> removal, if you just pan the camera like two yards past the end zone, it was just a bank of snow right there. Yeah. So it's great. like they just did enough to get it off the screen. Let's just uh, let's just get through this quarter and get the hell out of town. And then the other thing, which we talked about before, mm-hmm. is a lot of football teams used to play in baseball stadiums, like mm-hmm. way more. So imagine yes. what we see with like Dolphin Stadium back in the day or Oakland Coliseum. And I was thinking mm-hmm. like as recent as whenever the last time we saw those, you would see the dirt from the infield. Mm-hmm. Imagine if in those days they just left the fucking mound in the middle of the field. Why not? <laughs> the rubber. Yeah. yeah uh, first and 15 from the rubber. Yeah. Newt Rockney takes up the middle, trips over second base. It's going to be second and three. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Tri- trips over the tarp <laughs> that's there in case of a rain delay. <laughs> yeah. It starts raining and the employees don't know if they're working a baseball game or a football game so they just run the tarp out in the middle of a play for some reason they take the rake and just scrape up the field like the grass part instead yeah for some know, reason the, an, an umpire just gets behind the quarterback and starts calling strikes <laughs> based on the snap based on, the snap. on the snap <laughs> oh, oh man so good yeah those were the days all right last one a pass goes sailing into the bullpen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like Tyree Kill diving for the end zone, and then a field uh, a, a field official just marking safe. <laughs> <laughs> or like when they get really dramatic, just run up, get a close look, rip off his helmet. You're out of here. <laughs> Given the home run signal when when someone gets lit up on like a dirty hit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we mean that he's dizzy, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. someone out here. All right, last one. We got to wrap up here. This is a good one. Um, what's This is a good question. What's one or two rule changes you'd make to football slash basketball? I think we talked about this before, no? I think we may. Or we wanted to. I'll let you go first. Um, I would bring back that old style upright for <laughs> football, but I wouldn't mm. put it in the middle of the end zone. I would keep it where it is. What I would do is um, I would make it the letter H, but then I would close the top of it. Mm. And then, so it's, a, it it's a, a square box. Yeah. That you have to hit it sure. in and then divide that box into quadrants. And like each one is worth more points depending on the size of the mm. opening. Would it, would you still leave it open up top for like a regular extra point? Um, I, I didn't think about that. I guess you could. And just that'd be cool. One exactly and then the yep. other ones are like two or three or four that's actually a very good rule yep very good uh, rule. for basketball i just said uh shirts and skins but like completely skins mm. because there's just too many we talked about this there's too many different uniforms and jerseys yeah. i don't like one uniform per team yeah yep. i don't like you're on the road play the like wear the road jerseys so let's just let's just see what you're working with um it's 2020 yep. judgment free zone or no pun intended. It could be decided pregame via a tip-off at half court. Who would you like to see in a tip-off? Hmm. I'll have to get back to you on that one. I, don't know. I say bring back Aaron Baines and see what Tommy was talking about. Um, and then I put him the up with like Joel Embiid. Sure. 
See what sure. happens. May the best man win. Some would say that's a circle back to our Scotty Pippen discussion earlier. <laughs> no more than half an hour ago. I saw one circulating around that I thought was cool. I don't know if it was, maybe it was Tyler. Maybe it was someone at Barstool talking about it. But if you allowed fans when they catch like a home run or a foul ball to make that part of the game. So like Ooh. if you caught a home run ball, I don't think you should make it an out, but change it to a ground rule double instead of a home run. Clean catch in the stands. It's a double. Um, but it obviously plays big into home home field advantage because you know yeah. if your if your team hits it you're not going to catch it but here's the thing if you if you attempt to catch it and bobble it then it's a home run and the, the other team gets to have a runner on second afterwards so there's a penalty for trying to catch it and dropping it some would call that double jeopardy i think legally that's very close r.i.p alex trebek yeah. yeah um but no that, that that that's pretty much the only one i had um but yeah, we before we log off, I think this this was fun. I mean, this is probably I think it's gonna be our last episode before Christmas. Uh, we'll take Christmas Day off. We'll be back next week. Um, probably do some sort of year end wrap up, celebrate the new year, reminisce on 2020. I think we should do this. I'll open it up. If there's any like 2020 awards or things you want us to nominate or give, we could do that. We do like an award show out of it. Mm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking out loud here, but. Anyway, um, before we sign off, uh, again, thank you everyone for for following us, for interacting with us. Um, hard to imagine it's almost the end of this year, but hope everyone has a good holiday, good Christmas, and um, I'll let you go too. Anything you want to sign off on before we before we go? Um, I would like to hear about your Purina incident next time. I know we mm-hmm. didn't have time for that, but mm-hmm. I, I think I think we teased it. We should probably let the people know. All right. Happy holidays from the Morse Code Podcast, and we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace.